A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my lit yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is about showing up showing up. This is, um, I think, kind of a constant thread for me personally. And I, it's, it's really come into play a lot lately in my life. This action, it's a movement. It's an action. It's an intention. And it really is a practice to show up in all the ways for yourself, for other people, for uh, support for events and for activism. So many ways of showing up. And this is a calling for us all, including myself, to show up in bigger ways. Um, I'll start with a little story. This is about my dad, who, as some of you might know and have, have listened to my podcast, he died um, a little over three months ago, and I miss him dearly. I, while I'm sad, I have so many wonderful stories and anecdotes and just memories, and, and that lights up my heart. And so I feel levity from that. And one of the stories is my dad um, was a very, very busy orthopedic surgeon. Um, he had a, a large practice even when he was only one of four partners. So he was almost on call, which sometimes required overnight. Uh, being in the hospital, he was on call almost every fourth night for a long time. And so he didn't have a lot of extra free time. He would come home, we would wait for dinner. He would come in and we'd have dinner around eight o'clock. I remember we were one of the uh, latest dinners of all my friends. We ate so much later. I had friends that would eat at 5.30 and I just didn't even know that 
that was even a possibility um, because I had grown up eating so much later, waiting for my dad to come home. And I was in high school and I was running track and I had only run one year. I ended up running in college, but I was not a kind of trained runner. I ran with my brothers and therefore I was pretty good because I just started running with them and kept up with them. But I didn't necessarily know a lot about pacing and all that. So this is my first year as a track person. I had done really well in cross country and I loved being outdoors and the trails. And even if it was bumpy or hills, I just, I just, I could, I could run pretty fast with uh, that feeling of freedom. But something around a track really made me feel like, you know, a gerbil on a wheel and mentally exhausted me. So I had a track meet and it was over an hour and a half away. And I, it was, it was the, it was for states. It was like, it wasn't the actual state tournament, but it was the qualifications for states. And I was one of, I think, maybe eight people that were running two miles on the track. And my dad shows up, which was really unusual because it was 4.30 or 5 in the afternoon. And he, but he knew um, this was a pretty big track meet and he surprised me and showed up. So I'm running and I start off really quite fast and I was doing okay. I was like in the top, you know, three or four people. And then I just totally hit a wall, like after about a mile and maybe a quarter, because I think there was about three more laps left. And I just slowly, slowly, it was like people just picked me off one by one. And I ended up being um, third to last. So, you know, I went from like the top, the top quarter to the bottom quarter. And it wasn't just that it was um, the placement, the number, it was the way I felt. I felt so good and wonderful and like just running fast. And then I just totally just lost it, bonked in a big way. And my dad was there. And there was something about that that was especially such a bummer. And I just pulled myself together and I didn't want to cry in front of him. And he he was driving me home so I didn't have to go home on the bus and everything. And we got in the car and and I just said, gosh, dad, I'm so sorry. You came to watch me just totally stink. I just like totally bombed. I can't believe that. I'm really sorry. That was such a waste of your time. And just like he often did, he he said very little sometimes, but he said such like great little wisdom bombs. And um, his big statement was, well, you showed up, so I showed up, and you were magnificent. <laughs> I, mean, I want to cry remembering it. I mean, I like felt like, um, you know, a total turd. <laughs> like I was like barely making it across the line. And he's saying I was magnificent. And I just stayed with me. You showed up. So I showed up and you were magnificent. And so I think the point is that that, that stayed with me. Um, I think that my kind of Achilles heel at times was, um, over planning and over committing because I have a lot of enthusiasm and I would find that, and I'm sure some of you can totally relate to this. I would find that I would say yes to things thinking they sounded amazing. And then I'd have said, get a lot of yeses. And then when it came down to some of the things, I would be like exhausted by the idea of actually carrying through with it. Whether it was like coming to a party or showing up for a, 
you know, um, um, a night with friends at, in college and then in grad school or, you know, going and doing whatever it was. It was just at the time that I said yes, I was really, I felt genuinely excited. And I remember that um, that was just my MO and I would really feel like, oh my gosh, I really want to cancel. And some of the times I did, you know, some of the times I'd be like, you know, I'm not really feeling like it. Sorry. And, and then I would have this little moment where I would remember that story about my dad showing up when it probably wasn't convenient for him. Of course, I'm his daughter, but still like he showed up and I sucked, you know, but he still had something wonderful to say about it. And I remember, in fact, in my mid-20s, late 20s, I had I had canceled on a friend of mine from Duke um, a few times. She was living in Boston. And I canceled on her or like, or I tried to get out of stuff and she would never really let me off the hook. And so she definitely knew that I would sound like I was enthusiastic, like, oh yeah, I'll come up to Boston. And then I'd be like, oh God, I really, do I feel like driving up to Boston? I just worked a full week and I had really, you know, I had full days and stuff, but she, the story here is that she was coming into New York and had told me about this wonderful man that she had told me about for a while. And in fact, I didn't, you know, come up and meet him when he was coming up to visit her one time a year before. And my dad, my brother was getting married and there were some other good reasons, but she specifically said, Laura, we're going to have a get together and I want you to come. And I said, okay, that's fine. And she said, this guy is great. And this P.S. This is my husband I'm talking about. And she did this great spreadsheet of why he was so wonderful. And it was, it was hilarious. And, but the day of, um, the day I was supposed to go up there, which was a Sunday, late October, um, I got up and it was so beautiful. And I'm like, why am I spending like my, my, one of my two days off getting and getting on the train to go to New York when I could just have a great time here in Princeton. And then I'm going to meet this person and just, I'm expending energy. I don't really feel like it, but I had this like, you know, this, what is it called? <laughs> Inkling. <laughs> um, this little sensation, like show up. You told her you were going to show up, show up. You don't know what's going to happen, but at the very least you're going to spend time with a friend who is, by all accounts, working really hard to have you meet other people, meet other men. Uh, and so the point is I showed up and I met my husband, which was the biggest reward for showing up when I didn't necessarily feel like it. So the question here is, how are you showing up? How are you showing up in your life? And I have a couple of quotes that I that I find. And you know, quotes are wonderful because they are the reminders. They are like the, these written words that you look at. It's not just hocus pocus or woo-woo to write down stuff. There is actually, um, we are so visual, we're taking that into our brain and we're we're kind of writing it, tattooing it in there in our cellular memory. So these quotes are wonderful to write down. This one is by Brene Brown, which so many people uh, love her. And she says, vulnerability is about showing up and being seen. It's tough to do that when we're terrified about what people might see or think. So are you not showing up because you're fearful of what people will think about you? Let's get rid of that fear because people often aren't even thinking about you. As my my friend Jen Pasilev said, it's worse than you think. They're not thinking about you at all. It's not like they're looking at you or thinking about you or making judgment. They're just not even thinking about you, period. So get over that and show up 
and create a different storyline for yourself if that's your fear. Another good quote. There, um, this is just from um, Titus Burgess. I don't even know who that is, but it's it's really about showing up for a job. And I see this a lot when I've hired people. Um, there's absolutely nothing that you can control except showing up and doing your job. So this could be obviously a, your actual job, but this could also be just doing your job of being a good human. So showing up and being of service or showing up for a friend or, you know, they say show up for like important events, like things like showing up for a funeral. These are these are big things that people remember. Showing up for a celebratory event. All of those things show up when you can because it's it means a lot and that's going to that's going to have a, a profound effect on you and the people that you show up for and another quote was uh, that a lot of people think it takes millions of dollars to give back or inspire but just you showing up means a lot and on the other side of it it's not just about showing up um, but show up with a real hell yes attitude. Uh, this has helped me so much in my my later decades when I uh, I tease out what I really want to show up for, when I feel the hell yes. So by actually not getting so enthusiastic about doing everything, every opportunity that comes up and making sure that it makes me feel excited, whether it's a job or whether it's an event, or whether it's a get-together, or something like that, or even of service. If it's something that I feel like, wow, this is going to impact me and the people in a big way, or the animals, then I'm going to show up for it. And I think if you have this kind of hell yes attitude uh, about what you want to show up for, it helps so that you don't, you're not wishy-washy, but that you don't, because there's this showing up that's kind of like half-ass, and yes, while you are physically there, are you also showing up in a kind of be all in way? Like, yeah, I'm going to be here and I'm going to take advantage of my um, ability to be here and, and show up like, you know, exclamation mark. So that's the other thing is it is, yeah, it is a matter of showing up, but also showing up in um, very purposeful and uh, passionate ways. Showing up for our children. Um, showing up for our family, showing up for our friends, showing up for our community, showing up for uh, those who need something, who need more than um, who need more from us. You know, and that could be showing up for someone who's really struggling. Showing up for those who have no voice. That's why I'm very passionate about animals. To show up for them is easy because I I have such love for them, and I know they need it because they literally don't have a voice that communicates with us. They, they obviously have um, probably more intelligent ways of communicating, but we don't understand them. So this is the calling. How are you showing up? So the first thing I would say is, for whom are you showing up? And the first word out of your mouth should be me. Show up for you. Are you showing up for you? Are you showing up in all the ways that matter? Are you taking care of yourself? Self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. So show up for yourself. And for example, on when I see people who have kind of fallen off the yoga train, and I don't care if you do yoga, you could be a runner, you could be, but are you showing up? You know, there's that quote uh, or, or saying that you know, just getting up, getting to the mat is, is half of the yoga practice already, just showing up on it. And that idea is, is um, 
resonates. It's that sometimes we just have the intention. We have the intention. I'm going to do, I'm going to practice today. I'm going to practice today. And then you're just not showing up. That for me has never been an issue, but I don't have issues with self-care, generally speaking. Historically speaking, I think it's just a habit now. But if that if that's something you know you're not showing up for, you're showing up for all these other people or all these other things, but you're not taking care of yourself. That is the number number one pillar you have to you have to take care of is you. So put that down. That it's like the first step up the stairs. If you can't take that first step of taking care of yourself, then you're not going to show up in your best possible way, your strongest possible way, your most connected way, your most generous way if you don't take care of yourself. So a big part of the who has got to be you. So show up for you and then show up. Who else are you going to show up for? Who else is really, really important? So show up for your family. My husband is so good about this. Um, and he's he's taught me because I'm from a family that are we're all very independent. We're all um, in pursuit of higher knowledge. We, we do a lot of independent pursuits. And sometimes that's an easy out when, when there's events or family stuff. And, um, he, Marcus really, my hubby is really, really great about saying, nope, we gotta, we gotta plan this. We gotta show up. And it's so true. And you never will regret that. So who are you showing up for? Okay. So for whom, for what are you showing up? So what are you showing up for? Are you showing up the best you can in your profession? Um, are you showing up for, uh, events that you are contributing to in some way, um, whether it's like a birthday party of a friend that would be really meaningful, or like I said, a funeral or a, um, I mean, I hate to say funeral, but yeah, that is, that's a really important time to, to be there for people. Uh, they won't, people won't, um, really ever, ever regret that. I had the best friends of mine in my life show up for my dad's funeral and they can't, they all flew in for it. And it was just, um, so meaningful. And of course I would have understood if they couldn't, but it was, it was, wow. It just like, like squeezed my heart. So for what, for what, what things are you showing up for? Um, and then how, how are you going to do it? How are you going to show up? Make it a priority of, um, if you are one of these people where the struggles that I used to have, and I can relate to them when you have, um, when you commit to a lot of things and then are overwhelmed. So maybe just think like, how am I going to do this? I'm going to ask myself, I'm going to pause before I hit a yes or respond that I can do something and really sit with it and be like, am I going to be able to do this with a hell yes attitude full on? And if I can't, maybe this, I should not do it because I want to be able to show up in that kind of absolute how I can do this impact, impact, impactful way. So um, think about the how. For instance, I have, um, I haven't volunteered for anything at my kids' schools in years. And that's terrible sometimes, I think. But I also think, you know what? That's not, I show up for my kids, but I'm not going to be a a homeroom mother. It's just not my jam (laughs) and I wouldn't do it well. So to show up for that would be a real, like I would just, I would kind of fade out. So what I try and do is support in other ways, show up in other ways, but it's also kind of knowing where you're going to show up with that um, full BLN attitude. And that was just my personal example. (laughs) Finally, the when. When are you going to do this? Start now. Start now. 
it can be a process. It can be a practice. It is a practice. Is there are people who are this comes to more naturally, and there are people it it doesn't. Like for me, I really had to practice not in the terms of self care. I always showed up for myself. I would always go for a run, or I would do practice yoga, or I would, um, you know, if there was a physical activity involved, I would show up. But some of the other ways, I would be um, just more exhausted by and. When I actually said, you know what, it's going to be a hell yes, not in the way that it makes me feel at that moment, but the, the the residual of it, you know, at the residual of it, that it feels really good, just like my dad showed up for me. And even though he didn't get like a great performance for me or anything like that, he um, was so proud of me for doing it. And he just wanted to be a witness of it. And so sometimes that could be just the way you show up is to be a witness or something or someone. And so start practicing it and I will hold you accountable. You hold me accountable. Let's show up in big and meaningful ways because we need that. We need all these connections and we need to show up and wake up because the movement in our world now we're at a real, we are at the a, a turning point in our history. If we don't show up, we will truly regret it. We need to show up and investigate how we can make our world better, um, how we can clean up the environment, and um, how we can help those who are not in the receiving end of prosperity, but who really, really need um, support. So again, I'm sending you tons of support and um, I'm pulling for you and sending you hugs. So let's show up together.